You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. gentlemen you can flee the country you can change your name you can take up santa's load but be careful it's huge because he only comes once a year <laughs> take up his load. <laughs> but nothing nothing will save you from the watch list merry christmas well kind of merry christmas merry christmas week <laughs> it's, this is the christmas episode week till christmas so is everybody all blazed out of their minds on sugar already no, not yet. I wish I was. I've had so many cookies that I don't know. I know I that's like how cookie. I feel. I think I'm a diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Did you guys watch uh, the Christmas Story live last night? No. Uh uh-uh. uh Was it good? The Ma- it was with Matthew Broderick, right? Yeah, he was. Um, Him and his the older version of Ralphie. So. It was a uh, musical, though. Was it good? It was... So, <laughs> it was funny because I was on the Fox uh, Facebook page and I saw they posted, you know, a thing to advertise that it was coming on. And all there was so much hate on it. Not even before... Like, even before it began. Just people saying, I'm not going to watch this because, you know, nothing compares to the original movie. Oh, like, well, yeah, duh. They're not trying to beat the original movie. Right. So <laughs> it's not like that. But um, then a lot of people were saying that they went, didn't want to watch it because they knew that it was going to be changed because um, the original movie, you know, was a little, they thought it was a little racist at some point during the movie. Really? People were complaining about who was the kid that was, um trying to remember. One of the actors was black that wasn't originally black in the movie, so they were complaining about that. Oh my god! Yeah, and then um, so they were saying that was racist because they put a, a. They were saying that the problem was that they feel like they shouldn't have changed things from the original movie just to make it more PC. No, like come on, that's not trying to make it PC. That's just he, he's a kid. There were some people who mm-hmm. are, you know not informed or didn't understand the original movie because um, they said there was no blacks in the movie then. And, but if you look in, um, some people posted the pictures of the movie, the original movie, and there was actually black kids in the classroom. So they were wrong because they said that things were so seg- segregated then. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was just like this huge deal. And um, people always got to make controversy out of everything, anything yeah. and everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah, people are looking for stuff. That that's crazy. And yeah, no, I would never guess that. God, folks. I mean, they're just kids. It's not. 
black, white, yellow, purple. They just a kid needed to be cast and come on. Um there what was, I think would be more valuable of opinion is if you just com- uh, comment on you know, if you didn't think that the musical numbers were good or you didn't think the acting was good or whatever that the case might be, like, okay, that's you know, a better point. But the whole Oh, you're trying to outdo the original? No, that's not. It's a totally different thing, by the way, because it's a musical. Right. But the thing I didn't like about it was that the dad in the original movie was this kind of rough around the edges kind of guy. And he wasn't like this lovable, you know, he was. Oh, yeah. He was the typical like. He was, you know, like. Yeah. um, So. If you remember in the original movie, there was the part where... Blue-collar dad, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. So there was a part in the movie where the lamp broke. The, you know, the leg lamp. Yeah. Fragile. Yeah. Must be Italian. <laughs> and he was upset about that. But there was no scene in there where they were like got all mushy and they made up and, you know... Oh, uh, so this was like... So they did a leave it to Believer musical version. Yeah, they did like a song, and then it ended up being into a duet because um, the mom ended up apologizing about breaking the lamp, and then the dad was like, "It's okay," and pretty much they hugged it out and stuff. See, yeah, that part sucks. Yeah, so stuff like that was what sucked. Um, But it was very elaborate, and I thought it was pretty good, especially for being live. What they did with it, yeah, Um, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and they even took uh rescue dogs i think it was and they you know for the scene where there was the hounds that um come into the house and steal the turkey yeah they used golden retrievers but they taught them you know to run in and grab the turkey really quick and run out stuff like that i mean that, i thought it was cute yeah i mean oh, i was trying to think of like anything more possibly racist than at the end of the christmas story when they went out to the Chinese restaurant. I was just going to talk about that part because I was, I think everybody was waiting for that because they w- did make it so, you know, change it around so much because they didn't want to offend anybody. So I'm like, are they going to go fra ra 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 Because that, you know, that's the original that, that they went yeah. to the Chinese restaurant and, you know, it was, it, they, they, they did a stero- stereotypical um, bit uh, with, you know, the, was it, Chinese men that were working there. Mm. And so they made him sing, uh, was it Joy to the World? Right. Uh, Deck the Halls. Oh, Deck the Halls. Sorry. I didn't uh, think about it too, don't worry. I was like, uh, my brain's gone. I had to sing it and in my I, head. <laughs> every time we do the show, I've had like such a long day that I can't think straight. I don't know. But, um, so bear with me. But they were singing that and, you know, and, th- and then they would say, fra ra 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 and it was part of the humor of that movie back, you know, because, mm-hmm. but at, back when at you the same time, yeah, stuff, but at, right. <laughs> at the same time, it was little, you know, but I don't know, a lot of comedians, you know, and stuff make fun of me. I wouldn't be offended if people made fun of me, you know, like for a movie or something, like, like a playful fun. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can understand if some people are offended. But like um, comedians do it all the time. Right. Absolutely. So I was waiting and waiting and then finally it comes on that part and they go to the restaurant and (laughs) they, what's that, um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, sorry, that played um, the Asian man. Uh, He's in a lot of movies. He's in um, 
Shoot. I'll have to look up his name. Is it going to be racist if my mind immediately goes to Jackie Chan? <laughs> no, that's exactly our mind. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish it was Jackie Chan. You know, I'm a big, awesome. huge fan of Jackie Chan. <laughs> But, I would love to see him in a musical. Anyways, the whole point of this story was that they made him very well-spoken and, um, you know, which is cool. But then the part where the, the singing part came on, they made it very elaborate. They had like six guys animated to this beautiful uh, song and it was like super rehearsed and they were like, fa-la-la-la, like they were pronouncing it like <laughs> they... They wanted you to know it wasn't fra ra ra ra. Oh, so they, they were went, pronouncing like, the laws just like fa la 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 la, like <laughs> like extra pronunciated. Yes, yes. Like, and, then, and then they made like a little side comment, and, the, and they stopped, and uh, the dad was like, "Wow, uh, I'm actually like he said something like he was surprised or impressed," and and then uh, the owner goes, "Well, what did you? What were you expecting?" <laughs> That is funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of played on that a little bit. So that part was kind of funny, but yeah, I was like, oh, what are they going to do for this? Interesting. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just amazes me that people would get, like, if you love a film, like, I am just so amazed at how many people get so damned defensive over any kind of fandom. But, like, whether it be Star Wars or whatever. But a Christmas story? You're going to go that far to get that defensive about a Christmas story? People were like, that's not my Christmas story. <laughs> I'm not watching this because I don't want to ruin my childhood. I'm like, really? <laughs> right. That's going to ruin your whole childhood. A Christmas story. They're like, I'm just going to wait and watch it on Christmas Eve all day. I hate that. <laughs> Why do we need they play it like 24 hours yeah. of a Christmas story? I think it's on TBS. Oh, yes. Yep, yeah. TBS. It's excessive. So like the movie's not that good. No, it's got its moments. It came on the other day, and I I turned it off, and I watched Frozen. There you go. <laughs> now I do think that the original was Frozen. like a little more cute and funny, and just I don't know. I I rather actually watched the original, but for what the these people were trying to do, and especially being alive, I thought there was a lot of. They had these people had to rehearse like a lot. Yeah, and that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, was especially all those young it? kids too. You know, to not mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really impressive. And um, Matthew Matthew uh, Broderick, he <laughs> when he did his uh, narration. He was in the picture the whole time, and it looked like he was stalking the family. <laughs> <laughs> so people kept commenting on how he looked like. He, if you didn't know the original movie, it would just look like some guy was stalking the family, and they didn't care. Because <laughs> he would come in behind the kid, and he would like narrate what was going on. And <laughs> you know, what's funny is that when he teamed up with Nathan Lane to do like the producers and whatnot, there was so much speculation that he was actually gay, even though he's married to Sarah Jessica Parker and they have twins. Um, but there were rumors flying around that it was just an arrangement and that he was gay, which actually I would totally buy and no pun intended. <laughs> um, and it doesn't really matter. I just thought it was funny. Cause, but now, every time somebody says Matthew Broderick, I associate it with Nathan Lane. That's what I'm like, was Nathan Lane in this movie? 
Uh, that is, no. Like, oh, it was the guy, the hangover. The Asian guy. Oh. Oh. I don't know his name, but he's hilarious. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But they yeah. used him as the uh, the guy who so- sells them their Christmas tree, and then they're like, oh, the, the same guy that sells the Christmas tree also owns the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> what they said in the live version. It'd be funny if they did say, wow, you people are really coming up in the world. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, people. I don't know, man. This world is getting so sensitive. I mean, I, I mean that in the sense of fandom, not in, in terms of like the the tiptoeing around and being PC about things. But I mean, it just made me think of Star Wars, this The Last Jedi, that. I didn't care for the film. I didn't. I expressed that. And I also expressed in my comment thread because people get emotional about it. I had 35 comments on there about how people felt and they were going back and forth, back and forth. I'm talking like paragraphs of back and forth banter. Like it was a serious discussion. This is not how Star Wars is supposed to be. No, I love this new direction. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I didn't care for it. But hey, if y'all liked it, that's great. I wish I had. Right. Like, you're not entitled to your own opinion. You have to go along with what everybody else says. Right. But it's also a matter of, you feel that passionately about it? Yeah. Meanwhile, in Syria, <laughs> I don't give a fuck whether or not you liked it or not. You know? Ugh. I mean, if you liked it, you're wrong anyway, so. I think people just like to argue. <laughs> I'm not even sure that it's like a degree of passionate, because who's really that passionate about the Christmas story? Yeah. You know, like people just like <laughs> conflict. They like to argue. That's I, it. I was telling right. um, a customer at my work that people just create Facebooks nowadays just to um, complain about things. <laughs> they yeah. do. There's like trolls that like create fake Facebooks just to like put something really offensive so everybody will argue with them. I've gotten, <laughs> you know, trapped into that before. <laughs> post a video of puppies playing and they were like, they're not playing right. Right. Oh, you know what? It's cruelty to animals somehow. The best is like the new baby products. I was talking about this with um, one of my pregnant clients the other day. And, um, you know, baby products, methods, anything like that. In fact, at the the clinic that I work at, there was a video um, where the chiropractor was using um, an activator gun on a, a baby, an infant. And it's just, you know, it gets the subluxations out of the spine. And you can just scroll. I'm like, I'm just here for the judgment comments. <laughs> Everybody that thinks they're the perfect parent, like, oh, that's not right. I do that to a baby, but you're not doing this right. And, you know, and there was one with like, um, you know, those those little rockers that lay on the floor and just kind of mm-hmm. bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. And there was one that was motorized. And Oh, the new Ford one or whatever that like mimics a moving cars so the baby sleeps maybe that was it yeah Ford created um like a basically like a little crib that moves back and forth and has lights on it to mimic a car because a lot of babies have trouble falling asleep and if you take them for a car ride they're out like a light right see that's i, I didn't see that one but oh, but okay. it was it was 
Oh, it, I think it mimicked, mimicked padding on the back, too. Oh. So that you could save your arms from, you mm-hmm. know, being sore, the heaviness, whatever. And people were like, um, that's uh, stripping your child of the maternal bond between a mother and child and, you know, all Getting this stuff. Getting rid of gas isn't like... <laughs> A bonding experience. <laughs> well, you know, for some moms it is. And mm. I think, and the mom the other day said it perfectly because her baby still sleeps with her in the bed with her and her husband and, you know, set up a certain way. And they say it's not good for the baby to sleep with the parents, blah, blah, blah. And um, she said, you know, there's some parents that tell me things that make me cringe but at the same time, I think it's just I try not to be judgmental. I think it's just a case by case. Whatever works for you and your family, then it's right. Yeah, parent how you want to, as long as you're not abusing your kids or endangering them or, you know, treating them really poorly or starving them, then it seems like you're doing all right if they're still alive. Which actually I didn't even mean for this to happen, but that leads me to the first thing I want to talk about. <laughs> Uh, according to CBS News, Texas, uh, this has been everywhere. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Texas mother accused of faking son's illness. The boy had 13 major surgeries that were unnecessary. Uh, an eight-year-old Dallas boy may have endured more than 300 unnecessary doctor visits, gone through more than a dozen pointless surgeries, and suffered life-threatening treatment complications after his mother and Child Protective Services say his mother faked multiple illnesses beginning when he was a newborn. Uh, Kayla Bowen Wright is charged with injury to a child and was jailed on a $150,000 bond. The child and his two siblings were removed from the home by child welfare officials last month. Um, An investigation by CPS found Bowen Wright uh, took her son, Christopher, to hospitals in Dallas and Houston with a variety of complaints resulting in 323 medical appointments and 13 major surgeries. He's been on a feeding tube, confined to a wheelchair, developed a blood infection that landed him in the ICU, and has spent time in hospice care. The agency's reported uh, report indicated that he was likely a case of Munchausen syndrome by proxy, uh, where a caregiver fakes or creates a child's symptoms in order to receive attention, sympathy, or other benefits. A CPS investigation also found Bowen Wright cut her son's hair and posted a picture of him in a Make-A-Wish t-shirt claiming he had cancer in order to raise money. I was just going to say before you even said the last part that you did, I'm like, she sounds like someone who just wants attention. Yeah, I was getting to the money part. You know, like in my... I was thinking thinking either she's trying to raise money for herself because she's, you know, selfish like that and use your child as a pawn or she's addicted to the attention. I, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Because I like when I first heard like the um, title of the article, I was like, "This is someone looking for money." But I'm thinking, who's who's paying for for these procedures? Is this the insurance? Is this the state? Got to be the state, I would imagine. I mean, because even on an insurance plan, you only get so many doctor visits a year. Most people, right? You know, maybe a thirty-eight standard primary. But then again, if he was diagnosed, but then like maybe it goes on in the article to say, but how is he getting these surgeries if there's nothing wrong with him? Like, how are these doctors like there's it's one thing to say that, you know, my kid is experiencing this. But you if you have no like tests to back it up, 
Yeah, that's what's kind of confusing me too is how are they going in and doing surgeries without <clears throat> any actual evidence of something being wrong? I mean, how many surgeries can you do on a kid without, or anybody for that matter, right. without seeing if there's actually something wrong with them? Um. Well, <clears throat> someone I know that I've told you guys about before claimed to have something wrong with him. And they could they couldn't find out what was wrong, and he swore up and down that he had um, a certain condition, but it didn't have a name yet because he felt like it wasn't um, discovered yet. <laughs> Anyways, fast forward, um, his insurance did cover so much medical care, so even though you don't have proof of something. They still will, you know, like Casey said, they might cover up. I don't know what, what happens after the rest of that, but he did raise money through funding. Um, later on, he thought he was mentally ill, though, and nothing clearly. So later on, he thought that he didn't really have an illness, like as far as what he was talking about previously, he like in mental illness now. So I don't think you always need hard proof from blood work or anything like that right mm-hmm. and munchausen's is real I, I think that's what that that guy had that you were telling us about um i'm i'm even skimming through this article and i'm like the child was treated in hospice care from 2014 but discharged uh in april 2015 when uh Wright allegedly wouldn't cooperate with an eight-week medical plan aimed at to allow the boy to live without feeding tubes uh, hydration and oxygen affording him an opportunity to live a somewhat normal life. Uh, the boy was, in October of 2015, the boy was admitted to ICU for his third life-threatening blood infection related to a center central line catheter. Uh, right then compiled, uh, compl- yes. complied to have the boy evaluated and taken off IVs, blah, 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 blah. I'm still scanning for what and what <laughs> the medical assessment by staff of Children's Health and Children's Medical Center of Dallas was um, similar. The affidavit reports uh, Wright had been providing different information to different providers, reporting problems that weren't witnessed by doctors and refusing to pl- comply with re- recommendations that might result in less medical uh, intervention. Wright's excessive use of the medical system resulted in numerous procedures, including central lines, ports, and feeding tubes. I I still like how the hell <laughs> no one is talking about uh, well why did the doctors do this if they found nothing wrong with him they were just going on you know, the woman's word are they talking central line are they talking about a heart catheterization like this kid's all scarred up for the rest of their lives now because their mom decided well because their mom's bat shit yeah god let me alone in a room with that woman. She doesn't need to go to prison. I'll take care of her. You know, Did she, she go to different doctors all the time, you said? Yeah, and she would report different things than she reported to the last doctor. Does each doctor have to share the information like through a certain database to show that they've been to other doctors? See, I think there's... Because from medical forms that I've filled out, there is an option to opt out of telling another doctor, I think. Or would you... Do you allow this information to be 
you know, get like like let's say this is pretty mild, but if I went to Minute Clinic, they said, "Do you okay? Do you want us to report back to your primary doctor?" They don't have to because I know that you can uh, say that you don't want it shared with other people you know, as far as like relatives or whatever. I've right. had I've signed those things where it's like, okay, if we have, if we have to call and tell you some results of whatever it might be, can we leave the message with you know your family member or just it has to be directly you or you know things like that, right? But I didn't know how it worked with other doctors. Yeah, I'm still hung up on the whole how did he go under the knife. Yeah, that one's really throwing me off. <laughs> Y'all want to blame say, the mom, but you're not blaming the these doctors. Did it say right. how old he was? Eight. Eight years old. Oh, poor kid. Um, so is he okay now? Like as yeah. far as after she put him all through all that stuff? Yeah, I mean... He, other than mental scarring, it seems like he's okay. Uh, I'm trying to play the video, but it won't load. Da, 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 da. The thing is, now that you're saying that, yeah, I mean, uh, the insurance will cover so much of things that they don't know. But how would you, yeah, how would you even initiate surgery for something that you're not even, don't even have proof of? Right. right. Unless, unless they're going off of symptoms that she said, giving um, prescriptions and then the prescriptions since he didn't really need them are causing you know issues or something like that right or we need to go in and look kind of thing yeah or exploratory kind of surgery right maybe how that's the how they started wind up in hospice yeah you know what I'm saying like the hospice is end of line they're in you don't See, nope. that's where nobody I'm, bounces back from hospice. Like you're on your way out. They're just making you comfortable on your way out. That's so. why I'm raising an eyebrow about the whole doctor thing. Is like, are you were you guys in cahoots to like make money together? Right, because I don't that that doesn't make any sense to me. Because she's making money probably based on donations. I mean, I would assume with the picture of him and the Make a Wish shit. And then these doctors are proving all these surgeries, exploratory or not. You know, there's going to be some stuff that leaks out. I don't think we've heard the last of this story. What website is that? It doesn't add up to CBS News. You can also find it on USA Today. Um, Even if you just Google um, eight-year-old, you know, surgeries, this is a hot story right now. 13 major surgeries. That poor kid. They, they're going to, you know what, I think in the next week they're going to start questioning these doctors and bringing some of their asses to court too. They're going to have to be 13 surgeries. And it's not like it was 13 exploratory surgeries. Like, right. You know, how'd you end up on hospice? Why'd you have a, what was that, heart catheterization or what was that? Uh, central line catheter. Yeah, which goes into your heart. Faked multiple illnesses beginning when he was a newborn. Well, maybe these surgeries, I mean, because he had blood infections. I don't know, man. These are probably from, maybe he needed the surgeries because of the effects of medications he was probably put on because of these fake symptoms. Damage done from that, who knows? But I don't think that 
it, it's just this woman. I think she was in cahoots with some doctor. These doctors, man, I'm telling you. Mm. That's messed up. Yeah, that confuses me a little bit. Yeah. Well, a lot. <clears throat> Speaking of weird medical shit, there are feet winding up on the can- Canada shores without humans attached to them. <laughs> Just feet? Feet. <laughs> Just some feet on the shore. Another human foot washes <laughs> ashore in Canada. That makes 13. Maybe it's a gang. That's what I thought, too, like a mafioso kind of thing. Cut off your feet. Put them in the ocean. The rest of you sleeps with the fishes, <laughs> but your feet belong to... <laughs> I don't know. Can't walk. Belong to Poseidon. I'm actually surprised that that many feet like made it to a shore without getting eaten by fishes, actually. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that kind of surprises me. Because like, my mind went to where Holly's did, like mafia, and then it went, sharks. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't like feet. <laughs> Patootie. The exceptionally high tides this time of year off British Columbia can turn the rocky western coast of Vancouver Island into a graveyard. Bones from gray whales, sea lions, and killer whales wash ashore. But Thursday morning, Taz, a six-year-old white rottweiler, sends something different about a bone tangled in a bed of kelp. Taz darted away from her his or her owner, uh, Mike Johns, to inspect it, sniffing a piece and jutted out on the beach uh, in the hamlet of Jordan River. Her instincts were right. Mr. Johns followed behind her and pushed away the kelp, revealing the dog's fine, a tibia and fibula attached to a left human foot and a white ankle sock and a black running shoe. In any other part of the world, a sneaker with a human foot washing ashore might be a terrifying discovery, enough to uh, frighten residents and stir fears of a gruesome murder or serial killer on the loose. Uh, but not in British Columbia, where these discoveries have, these discoveries have been so common um, that they are tracked. It was the 13th foot to wash ashore since 2007. Uh, it's just a freak thing that happens to be here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Said Mr. Johns, 56, who lives in Jordan River, a surfer's village about 70 miles uh, southwest of Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> Mr. Johns said he called the police and then used a stick to pick up what remained of the leg, carried it back to his property, and locked it in his greenhouse. He worried that if it remained on the beach, it would have been washed back into the ocean or attracted uh, a bear hanging around town or an eagle uh, from the nearby nest. What, what, that's good thinking. That's a woodsman thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a been a resident in a while. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police retrieved the remains on Friday, the authorities said, and they are being inspected by the coroner's service of British Columbia. We'll try to get a DNA sample, said Andy Wasman, a spokesman for the service. During winter months, British Columbia experiences what are known as king tides, unusually high tides that can cause coastal flooding. The tides, along with the strong currents and the fact that the shoes are buoyant, uh, mean that the remains could belong to someone as far as north uh, as Alaska, north as Alaska, excuse me, or as far as south as um, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. I cannot talk today. I'm not drunk. <laughs> uh, Mr. Watson said, "Our search won't stay in Canada." He said. <laughs> Mr. Watson said it was too soon to determine how the how the person died. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who's fighting this? <laughs> how, how do they know that they're dead? 
he's the murderer. I already solved the case. I mean, I feel like people would have, you know, they're all dead, obviously, because, you know, people be walking around. 13 people would have stumps. Hey, it could happen. Well, <laughs> unless some of those feet matched. I guess we didn't I'm get more there. Con- <laughs> <laughs> you see nubs. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian nubs. <laughs> the new trend. Hey, there was some nubs foot. Hey, Nub cool. Island. <laughs> Nub Island. Said Vancouver Island. Nub Island. <laughs> Holly, you're on to something. Please write this show. <laughs> it's going to be a crime case, like solving crimes. Everybody, Nub Island. Everyone looks One like, nub at a time. Everyone looks like a starfish because they go through <laughs> a bunch of nubs. Ew, I just well, imagine you them... walking around on your nub feet. I just imagine them trying to... Oh, with their nub hands out. Running, running in a star to, formation. They're trying to make one person so they all pile on top of each other. Why does that remind me of the gay pile of sex in South Park? Um, nub nub Island, right, that, right next to Chode this, City. This is the horrible part. Is the thing that made me the most weirded out was that the feet still have shoes and socks on <laughs> oh, they do? That's what I thought she said. Running shoes oh, and yeah. a sock. Yep. I'll, sh- I'll show you the picture. Still got the damn sock on. What the hell? The, the, that doesn't look like a Well, damn shoe. shark didn't eat them because nobody <laughs> jumps into the water to go surfing with their shoes on. Right. Let me see. Well, old man shoes. Well, you know what? Someone probably killed him because he was wearing black shoes and white socks. I thought I this thing understand. still had flesh on it. <laughs> and it does not. It was just bone. <laughs> if the tibia and fibula were attached to the left foot found by Mr. Johns. Who's Mr. Johns? <laughs> oh, so the fish did eat it. It's still wearing a white sock and black shoe. Or it just deteriorated off. I don't know. Well, God knows how did... long I was floating around in there for. Well, because if you take off the shoe. looks in pretty good condition, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's a brand new shoe. Come on. <laughs> no. Find what store you got at. It, looks, it, it did look like a brand new shoe. I'm telling you, it does. I want really this shoe tracked down. Unless they cleaned it up. Damn log has Find no Find me the no brand new shoe. Look it up. Who bought this shoe last? Host Joe with this. In Canada. Somebody call nubs. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, that's even more weird. That it has no, well... I guess the fish could have ate the flesh and stuff off of it. I'm telling you, and though. And then they left the bone. But like, but in, then there's a shoe and a sock. Oh, my God. My body's blown. Like Dexter in that oh. show, he was like cutting up everybody's bodies and throwing them in different, you know, bags in the water. Yeah. But that, if that were the case, wait. it wouldn't just be feet washing up like hand or like head or, I don't know, I, I don't, something a rib would I, pop up every now and then. I still don't understand how a sock and a shoe are hanging on to a foot. That has no flesh on it. Well, and if, muscle. Because yeah, wouldn't it become loose after that? Well, it, it, yeah. this, it says at first people's theories for how the feet came to their final resting spot ran from the logical to hysterical. Uh, maybe they died in a plane crash or fell overboard. Some surmised or they were dumped in the ocean by serial killers or human traffickers. But I'm telling you what, as soon as this Mr. Watson said, it's too soon to determine how the person died. How did you know they were dead? <laughs> Mr. Watson, we are bringing you in for questioning. You were on the watch list. Yeah, I don't trust this country bunkin ass. Yeah, have some of the name like Mr. Watson. Maybe a hospital that brand new removes- looking shoes on bone with socks. 
I don't believe the damn thing that's coming maybe out there's of a ha- mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, I would say maybe there's a hospital somewhere that's not practicing ethically. They're just cutting off legs and throwing them in. <laughs> you don't really need to. A big, <laughs> a big dumpster full of legs <laughs> accidentally <laughs> dumped out. <laughs> just put in the pile. <laughs> it said the authorities have identified eight of the twelve feet. <laughs> I want to know if some of them are old. Son of some. Yeah, of them. I want to know whose feet these are. Are I these wanna... like fingerprints where you can have footprints? I want to and... know if some of them matched. They, if they matched them all. Like, oh, here's a pair too. of feet. Oh, I found the other one. Right, like it's a game now. <laughs> Why don't we have footprints on file for criminals? Because <laughs> you can't really get <laughs> rid like... of your fingerprints. <laughs> She's like, good question. <laughs> now after this, it'll be like the new thing. Well, eight, eight of the 12 people, none of them died by foul play. Investigators determined that six uh, people identified so far were uh, died in accidents or committed suicide. Well, okay, so where'd the rest of them go? Mr. Watson. Yeah. We're looking at you. Run around... If that's your real name. Killing people, hacking out their lives. Mr. You think it washed up in the ocean. Mr. Johns, you're in an That found the... That found the foot. You always got to question the person who finds the foot. Yeah. I found 13 feet. I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was all in a week, and I don't, I don't know. I just, I just found this refrigerator of heads. It's like, we'll put it's this like, here. It's like me back in the day with the iPods. In my garden. I found feet in my garden. I don't know how they got there. <laughs> like gnomes put them there, I think. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. I took the shoes and the socks. <laughs> Did they try to take the shoe off the foot to see if there was flesh still there? I mean, obviously, you would probably smell it. Ugh. But yeah. that's, a, that's another thing, too. If the flesh deteriorated, the sock didn't? It's just well, cotton. Yeah, and you know what? Fishies would eat through a sock to get to the flesh. Yeah. Mr. Watson. Yeah. It didn't look like it was in there for that long because that shoe still looks really good. So that sock, it looks like white. Like real white. Why is it so white? Why is it white? (laughs) I'm I'm putting this on the page. I'm going to put up the article, but y'all got to look at this sock. (laughs) (laughs) Zoom in on that sock. (laughs) Zoom in. I felt like leaving this on um, Jason Clark's page and asking him what the hell was up. Uh, that's, of course, um, his show is in partnership with this network. Um, why, why am I doing it? Like, an elegant weapon. Yes, one of my favorite shows, actually. Um, Jason Clark, but he's a he's Canadian and he's probably responsible for this. I have, <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, with all the feet, did they all have their tibia and fibula? Did they all have a shoe and a sock? Did they all have the same break? Right. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all. And why is it? Why are they just the feet? Right. Where's the rest of the body? It, it would make more sense. Like if they all had the same. Um, if they all started at the same spot on the leg and uh, had a shoe and sock, then that would say a lot more <laughs> about it. Then I would start thinking that it was a criminal thing. Or a thumb or anything else different. 
There's nothing different. Well, you said there was eight people that were identified and they died from either accidents, which, by the way, your shoes fly off in those if you get hit by a car, uh, or suicides. So apparently at some point they probably had the rest of the body. So why are we finding feet? How you'd have eight people commit suicide and have all their feet. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'll just hack my leg off before I kill myself. <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> Holly is choking on a burrito. <laughs> that's not a euphemism. That's <laughs> suicide by burrito. You better watch out. That old man's going to come and take your foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's creepy just feet where's the rest of the body I feel like we need more answers this is not this is too vague there isn't enough answers where's the rest of the body they were able to identify them why is like... there a clean sock and a brand new looking shoe on what looks like an eaten up leg cause it's only a bone I can see like eight penises in, in the ocean <laughs> Some pissed off bitch. <laughs> throwing all the. What was that chick's though? name that cut off her man? Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, yeah. Bobbitt, Bob in the water. <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt, Bobbitt Bobbers. Is back at it again in Nubs. <laughs> <laughs> Nub Island. <laughs> That's what they Bobbitt Bobbers. <laughs> Imagine it, like penis shaped fishing bobbers. Bobbitt Bobbers. <laughs> Let's bring That's a gags and gifts back. Yeah. Bob and Bobbers. <laughs> like it looks like a big erection in the water, but really it's just like you're seeing if a fish is nibbling. <sighs> mercy, 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 mercy. <laughs> That's really bugging me. I know. Where's the rest of the body and where's the other foot? <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to go fishing in that water. <laughs> see if we can find some other yeah. feet. No, imagine you shoes. Gonna, you're gonna have a run in with uh, Mr. Watson. Yeah, and he's gonna lob your leg off and do God knows what else with the rest of you. Lob your leg off, Bobby Bobby on Nub Island. The hell is going on, folks? This world is insane. Ugh. Sorry, I'm posting this up right now. It reminds me of um, the show that I watched that was, it wasn't like a real show, but um, it was this show and, and and it was like a, it's a crime thing. And um, there was a man who liked to prey on women who used a certain kind of moisturizer and he would like um, use this serum and put it down their throat and preserve them. I Buffalo saw Bill, that huh? show. You saw that? Yeah. I don't remember what, what it was. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was. Uh, but it makes me think of something like that, choosing people for a certain reason. He would make them into dolls. Yeah. He would make them look like dolls. Was that a show or was that a movie? Oh, you know, it was on Netflix. I'm like, was it Dexter? No, I don't think it was. No, it was, um, shoot, what was that? It's like a series. I can't remember what it's called. However, it was a good episode, though. Of whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it was that I watched. <laughs> that was a great show, whatever that shit was. <laughs> Basically what happened. <laughs> Memory gone. Right. 
I can't remember either. I wasn't high. <laughs> oh, well. So at least I have an excuse. <laughs> um so not only in Canada are parts showing up. Oh god. Right here in Detroit. According to uh, CBS Local Detroit, did worker find human organs at Detroit wastewater treatment plant? Why not? There's dead bodies all over the place in Flint's water. Yeah, no shit. It could be a month before experts can determine the origin of what's thought uh, to be human organs found at a Detroit wastewater treatment plant Friday. A worker at the plant on West Jefferson found what appears to be a kidney or liver. Uh, The second such discovery in two days. Police evidence... Uh, technicians took the organs to the Wayne County Medical Examiner's Office to determine its origin, human or animal. Great Lakes Water Authority officials say that the discovery did not affect the water treatment process. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to play the video because there's not much article. It's just <laughs> kind of like after I had look, read that article, this one popped up and it was recent. Right here in Detroit. Merry Christmas. Right in Detroit. <laughs> Don't you all feel safe? This is like the Halloween episode or something. I know. Merry Christmas. Uh, it's buffering? I just imagine like going... <laughs> scaring us. Right? I like have it all the way up and then we're about to get our eardrums blown out because it's going to be loud as it. All, all the video says is this just in. And it's 10 seconds long. Thanks, guys. Great video. <laughs> Asshole. This is nothing. I want to see the kidney. Honestly, let me see that kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see that shit for myself. That kidney belongs to that foot. <laughs> that <laughs> it all makes sense. That kidney's wearing a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all decked out. People all harvesting <laughs> organs. They're like, no, we just need one. You can toss that other one. <laughs> Find them all over the place. A foot and a liver walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's get into conspiracy stuff. Uh, the Washington Post, the government admits it studied UFOs. Uh, so about those Area 51 conspiracy theories. So this is interesting because I was thinking about when my brother was on the show and we talked about releasing the um, Kennedy assassination files and they did, in fact, yeah. prove that there was more than one shooter um, proved that Oswald was set up and reactions were pretty quiet. And it's interesting because even this is a kind of a quiet reaction because the government admits it studies UFOs and people are just like cricket, cricket. Because we have a mentality nowadays where that we're just kind of like, duh, whatever you've been hiding, we've already been hip to. Right. Like we know. We know you guys are a bunch of fucking liars. <laughs> you know? Um. I was actually thinking on the way here because I was thinking about uh, the election, the president, and all the chaos that's been happening, Um, and then all these Me Too's and how women are having more empowerment and actually being heard, and uh, I think that, and like you just said, with the government um, releasing certain information, I think this is a time where we're all supposed to come to the realization that things are not uh, with the rose-colored glasses and we don't have that, you know, we can actually see, start seeing reality of things and be able to deal with that. Almost like, even though it seems like we don't have a lot of power because um, 
I guess it depends on whether you're for or against the president and what, how the way that you feel about the world right now. But we actually have more power than I think it's about us taking back our power. Oh, absolutely. Because we're starting to take back our power and see what we haven't seen before. I think you're right. And I think it's because people are no longer or they're starting to become unafraid of actually being awake or saying what they feel or saying that I feel this way and things aren't really what they seem. I think this is a much more accepting world of that now. Yeah. And I think that Mm -hmm. um, more people are banding together where it used to be more separated uh, because especially with this me too thing and um, women telling their stories, I think in the past that would have never been heard. Right, because it all started with Weinstein, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I think everybody had a sigh of relief, like, like oh, oh, we can talk about this now? Yeah. Great, because I've been keeping this skeleton in my closet forever. I think, um, so, I think about back when, in the, what was it, the 90s, when um, it was still very taboo about uh, gay or bi or whatever it may be, and... Um, I'll always just remember when Ellen had her own, t- uh, the her own TV show. Oh yeah, the sitcom Ellen. Yeah, yeah. the sitcom, and the they cut it short after she came out. Oh yeah, like she got she got it kind of taken away from her because it was so controversial, and people didn't like that she was lesbian. And I think about that back then, and I remember even people that I knew saying that's wrong, this and that, you know, like just being very not open-minded and being so against things and to see with her, with her own TV show now and like people are like, she's the next Oprah. Yeah. She's a household name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and people don't even think about it. People don't yeah, think about her sexuality. At right. All. Yeah. They don't. Um, so that, and then just other, a lot of all the other things that are going on in the world, like I just mentioned. So it's really, we should focus on that when we're down or sad about things that are not, the way that we want them to be, we should reflect and see how far we've come so far because people back, you know, a long time ago would never have pictured the progress that we've made so far. Right. And I think we've made a good amount of progress in a short period of time. Yep. Generations are definitely changing. Times are changing. And this is a whole brand new world. I mean, I mean, every decade or every generation says, oh, things aren't how they used to be. Things are so different now. But, this isn't one of those situations where you just say that in passing because a few things are different when actually they're pretty much the same. No, this is for real. I think the government is still trying to put a control over the people so that they don't totally take over. But I think that they're probably a little scared because we are taking over more. Oh, they're definitely scared because governments have been overthrown throughout history. Well, and if there's one thing we know, it's that Americans have a lot of guns. <laughs> right. Well, that's another like a thing, lot. too, is that how do you... But our military is huge and strong. So in my opinion, it doesn't matter if the people try to overthrow the government. The amount of weapons that they have, there is no way. Well, that's why there's always that a fear happen. of banning, like... You know, the right to bear arms is because some people are now this is a huge debate. I'm not trying to debate at all. about. People this. are still going to buy guns. 
It doesn't matter if they're legal or illegal. Well, that's the thing. Automatic rifles are, or semi-automatic rifles are banned Mm -hmm. in California. They've been banned. And yet there have been still mass shootings in California with semi-automatic rifles. Yeah. And they turn them into automatic rifles because they inserted one part or changed one part about it that turned it from a semi-automatic to an automatic. Right. And so... This yeah. this is not one of those where like I, I want to debate this or not. I'm just yeah. bringing this to the table that there are people out there with a the school of thought that if their gun rights are being are taken away, it's the first step into you know you disarm your citizens, then you have no power at all. You have given the ones who are armed all of the power. That is one school of thought. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, you can't defend yourself. You have nothing to defend yourself with. Right. So there is that. Yeah. And the thing is, and I hate to say it because I hate, you know, I, I'm i patriotic, but at the same time, America has, we have this, our culture is so excessive with everything that we've ruined Everything we've ruined sex, we've ruined, uh, you know, appreciating tobacco, we've ru- ruined appreciating booze, you know, for what it is. Everything is in excess. Mm-hmm. So then you've got these idiots out there who shouldn't have guns with guns, and then the people who are responsible. And do you know you understand what I'm saying? That just like it takes one asshole to ruin everything. Yeah. So it's not what's good for the goose is is good for the gander. It shouldn't be like that. It's very strange to me. Um and and it is such a hot button topic. Um I will say one thing, every single person that I know that owns many guns, they are very responsible with their guns. They're always locked up like they're just it's like if you I don't know, like to collect beanie babies, except for it happens to be firearms. Like, that's their hobby. Right. Isn't most crimes that are committed with guns that they've stolen? Yeah. Yeah. So, or that they've bought illegally. Yeah. Most of them. Illegally I mean, or stolen or whatever the case might be. So it's not like it's someone who, you know, had this legally and just went crazy most of the time, you know? Well, right. look well, at the guy like in Vegas. The Vegas guy, he right. He had no mental health history. He had no criminal history. So even if they did put firmer regulations on it, he still would have been able to get guns. Yeah, it's called the black market. Yeah. You and can, even, you can yes. buy people on the black market. You can buy yeah. tanks on the black market. You can buy anything. You want Tiger? You can get that too. Yep. Uh-oh. Everything. But that's just something I've I've really noticed about American culture. It's like, (laughs) God damn it. You people are the reason why we can't have nice things. You know, you don't appreciate everything. Everything's instant gratification. Everything's me, me, me. Everything's in excess. And I'm entitled to this and I'm entitled to that. You know, don't have no respect for anything for what it is. No appreciation. Agreed. No smarts. No, I think the human race is literally like in so many ways, uh, it's actually regressing. 
as opposed to progressing. And that's scary. Like, what did I see the other day? I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody had posted on Facebook. So it's probably not true, but it could be that people that are child molesters are trying to push for, well, that's just what I'm attracted to. And that trying to group themselves in with LGBT and no. Trying to make it acceptable. Uh, Yeah. I actually listened. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No. I listened to NPR not too long ago and on my way to work. And they were talking about, it was a therapist and they were talking about um, how they deal a lot with those who are, uh, yeah, child molesters or, or it's more of people who come in there to, not do those things like it to have therapy to avoid doing those things. And they said that they should be treated as um, anyone with um, any kind of illness. But they said it's just like our normal uh, instincts of being attracted to, you know, like how we're, we're attracted to, well, we're all straight in this room. So we're all attracted to, you know, adult men, but they said that, so I was kind of having mixed feelings because they were saying that this is their natural thing, that they're just attracted to children, but more morally it's wrong. Yeah. Okay. So and I, I'm like, where do you, how do you, how do you, how do you say that though? Like this is a natural thing for them. This is just one of those things that some like how everyone likes something different, whether you're gay, bi, straight. That's uh, because they're saying that child molesters are kind of like that. Like it's like a preference because Mm -hmm. at one time people thought that being lesbian or gay was a perversion. True. I think the, the part that makes it a perversion is that a child can't consent. Right. Exactly. So anyway, flip it. Even if it, even if the child was, because you know, technically, legally, what is it below the age of sixteen? Yeah. So even if it was a fifteen-year-old girl and she was like, "No, I wanted to do this," well, you're not in the right mental state because your brain is not fully developed, Mm-mm. right? So what your you might be saying at fifteen, you might be saying something different when you turn twenty-one, right? So that's, you know, the hard. And then you put them at risk for looking back and saying, I was sexually assaulted. And you're more easily to be swayed when you're that young. You're looking at an older adult as almost like a fatherly figure Mm -hmm. or a motherly figure. That's probably the biggest part that makes it a perversion. And you're looking for guidance from them if they say that something's okay. And those who are end up in those situations, that usually it's because... They were convinced because they trusted that person and it was more of a, you know, parent, like parental feeling. Right. Well, this person says it's okay and they're older than me. So I should listen to what they <clears throat> or say. Or they brainwashed me yeah. in believing that, you know, this is what I want. But yeah, I was listening to that and I was like, well, this is kind of an odd thing. I don't know. Because she was saying they shouldn't be shamed because... Um, mm. Okay, yeah. well, if you have, first of all, like, I would rather just torture 
a child molester because that's personally how I feel morally. And also, okay, fine. They have, no, it's not fine, but all right, they have some sort of mental disorder. Like I saw a video the other day of some chick that liked or was in love with a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So, okay, that's clearly a mental disorder because, duh. But um, I don't think that these things should be celebrated. And also, children are innocent. And like you said, their brains are not fully developed. So if you, not you, but I mean, if somebody has a, and I'm going to call it a perversion because there's a perversion like that, a mental disorder like that, a whatever, like that, then they should be sterilized so that their parts cannot function so they have no desires. And also, okay, you have those desires, but you know that it's wrong, it's illegal, and it's immoral, and that doesn't make it okay for you to act on it and steal some kid's childhood. Right. You know. I mean, I get it from her perspective where she's like, well, the people who are seeing me, she said, you know, they're coming for help so that they don't act on these things. So, you know, that's the good thing about it. But, yeah, for, I mean, all all the other people who don't understand that that's wrong, you know. Right. I feel like as soon as it's classified... (laughs) It's such a it's, it's such a touchy it, thing and such it's such a weird topic because we're all like, well, that's just disgusting and and you know, and well, it, it is it's just yeah. wrong in every yeah. level. But once it's, I feel uh, my fear is once it's classified as a um, mental health issue, then people that are into that are going to use that as an excuse to act out on those things. And that will be what they use in court. And that will be how they end up not going to prison. And that's and another I'm not thing. okay with that. That's another thing using abusing mental illness. Right. So if one person has a mental illness, Oh yeah. See, that's my problem. I, I, I had that too. So, 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 so that's my excuse. Yeah. I think that's it's what, not, yeah, I, I can't help myself. I think I that's when myself. I was the whole reason that I'm also trying to say this is more of um, what, yeah, what defines a mental illness nowadays and how do you know that it's mentally ill? Like, how do you do, how would you do testing for mentally ill? Right. What what constitutes that? Right. And I I feel like that's always changing too. It is. Most definitely it's changing for like ever people that they didn't know that there was actually personality disorders like narcissistic personality disorder, borderline personality disorder. It was misdiagnosed all the time for bipolar. They learned that that's not really the case, that there was some other things that didn't really fit that criteria. Before bipolar was bipolar, it was called manic depressive. You know, like, yes, it's always going to be a field that's evolving as people evolve, but I don't. I, I can't get behind the whole child molestation is a mental disorder. I mean, obviously, they're not right in the head, but yeah. if you use that as a mental illness, I'm not okay with that flying for somebody to not go to prison. Right. Uh, no. Um, also, one other thing I wanted to discuss was I, li- I also listened to NPR, and they were talking about 
Have you guys ever heard of a wrongful life suit? Mm-mm. No. I've never heard of this, and mm-hmm. it was like intrigued me because they were talking about a story of a man and woman who was, um, they were trying so hard to have a child, and they went through every possible option. And finally, mm-hmm. on the last, other last resort, which was to have a, um, the egg from another woman transferred over to um, the woman who wanted to get pregnant, her body, have it fertilized. Uh, and then she got pregnant. Well, she had a lot of issues, you know, halfway through her pregnancy. And then they were talking about what state she has to be in as far as lo- how far along for, um, they were talking about abortion laws and, and such in case she, abortion needed to occur um, if the baby was not well off. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how far along you would have to be and um, when the organs develop and such. Uh, but so anyways, she, I think she gets to about seven months and then she just starts bleeding heavily. And she thought she was having a miscarriage. Um, turns out that the baby actually still had a heartbeat and they heard it. And so they were surprised that it was still alive. But they, the doctor said that the baby needed to come soon because of the, the um the way that the baby was doing so which runs a huge risk and <clears throat> they couldn't do any testing to see if the the baby would have any issues as far as um, mm. brain injury or anything like that so they were saying that they were worried about things like even wrongful life suit and then when I, um, they were talking about it more I found it interesting because they were saying if uh, weighing should you let a child live if the baby is born and it does have some issues and you knew that it was going to have issues for the rest of its life, no matter it be, you know, crippled or whatever it may be, or brain issues where it's not fully developed and they don't have the best quality of life, but um, would you let the child survive and see how it does or would you, how do I put this, how do I say it nicely? I don't want to say terminate because that sounds bad. But That's how the state would say it, terminate. Yeah, terminate. <clears throat> so they were saying that you could even worry about a uh, wrongful life suit because a child can sue you for saying, well, I shouldn't have been born because I don't have a good quality of life. And with my condition, I should have never, I should have been aborted. They, with the intention to let you live was out of love. They so I found it interesting, so I looked at wrongful life suit, mm. and uh, yeah, it says a parent or child could um, file a wrongful life suit for, uh, let me let me see how it exactly stated. <clears throat> um, those in which a parent or child claims to have suffered harm as a result of being born. How many people are winning these cases? I think it's I'm like probably a lot. (laughs) If this were in Iceland, okay, in Iceland they have basically like a zero to two percent rate of Down syndrome in Iceland, and because of that, is when women are pregnant they test them, and if there is any form of Downs in them, they abort the baby because it's not giving the child a fair shot at living a normal life. A quality life, yeah. Well, and, uh, okay. And that's arguable over here. Right. we have Down syndrome people who are 
I would have an abortion if I were in that situation. And it's because of the fact that I'm not, that's my personal opinion and people can hate me if they want to for saying it. I don't really care because I don't know you. And even if I do, I still don't care. But, um, that's another thing. Parents judging. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you know what? My brother shot himself when he was 15 and, my parents fought like hell to keep him alive and his quality of life now is very, 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 very poor. He will never be able to drive a car. He can't remember his wallet. He forgets it everywhere. He'll never have a cell phone. He'll never live on his own. He'll never have a family. He is mentally stunted. So I see his quality of life and I would never do that to my own child if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because I've seen how it is firsthand and how sad and depressing it is. And yeah, I couldn't, I would feel selfish. Like that would be hard. I'm not saying it would be easy for me to be like, no, just, you know, kill my baby. That would not be easy for me. But at the same point, I I wouldn't bring a kid into this world that I knew was going to suffer and struggle their whole entire lives. Um, I feel like it would be too selfish. I could be wrong about this. That's just my opinion. But mm. uh, so sorry if I am. But from my memory, it was most doctors have an ethical, or most doctors um, are okay with not really trying their hardest to resuscitate the baby um, if it's under twenty eight weeks because it's so far not you know fully developed, so they don't feel that. How do we put this? That moral responsibility for, because the the life of the baby is not, it's just not a good quality of life, right? Um, but something I think it's over twenty weeks is when they feel morally, um, like they must obligated. do everything. That, yeah, obligated to do everything that they possibly can. Uh, so this couple was asked, um, if you know if your child was born and had these issues, would you want us to do everything in your, um in our power or would you want this baby to go on its own and see if it does well and just like with us not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we assume you want us to do everything possible. And they're like, no, no, actually, no, I don't know. Like we need to talk about this because right. You know, if, if there is issues, I don't, I don't know if I want everything done. Well, I mean, they could suffer brain deficiencies for the rest of their lives, heart problems where they need a heart transplant or many surgeries, kidney problems because their insides and they're they're not fully developed. They run the risk of having many different diseases and having to deal with that for their whole entire lives. I've seen kids be sick their whole entire lives and it's they're not happy. I think if I was in that position like they were. Um, I would do exactly like they wanted to do, which they um, wanted to leave the baby, like leave it up to the baby. <clears throat> if the baby was born and there was issues going on, they wouldn't have anything done. They would just see if the baby survived on its own. Yeah, on its own. And if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. But if not, and then it's just nature's way of, right, you know, right, <clears throat> saying this baby was not to meant to be in this world right now. You know, right. Natural selection. Too many issues going on. Even though it's hard to carry something for that long, and and that's the other thing is, even with animals, I see too. I we need we this. need to <clears throat> think about yeah quality of life, 
and not be selfish. And, I, and I'm not saying anybody who, who maybe possibly was in this situation is selfish, but I'm also saying that sometimes you need to take a step back from your own emotions, your own feelings, <clears throat> and think about what's best above all that. Yeah. Separate yourself. You know, I thought you were going to say when you see a dog with a litter of puppies, um, this actually happened with our very first dog, uh, Muffet. <laughs> um, she had a litter of babies and there was something wrong. Little Miss Muffet. That's cute. <laughs> Sorry. She had something. Well, actually, it was named after a character from Battlestar Galactica. Oh. <laughs> it's, it, well, you, you know, that's, I mean, that's what I thought at first because I wasn't. You know, I wasn't the one who named the dog. Uh, my brother was, and he's 45. He's much older. But um, I guess when she had the liver of puppies, there was something wrong with one of them. And she refused to feed it. Right. Every time it would feed, she'd pick it up and go take it to the other side. And that puppy died. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And that's a natural instinct. That's with a lot of different yeah. um, species of animals. Not just, you know, not just, like you said, um, not just dogs, but... A lot of different, uh, even in the wild, they do that too. So, yeah. Um, but also I see people who love their animals or love the the child that they've been carrying for so long. And yeah, you have a, a, a bond and an attachment <clears throat> and you don't want to give it up. So sometimes we hold on to things for, you know, a long period of time when we need to think above our own emotion. Right. And think about what's possibly best for that baby that eventually is going to become an adult, God willing, and have to deal with those issues because of a decision that wasn't, you know. Yeah, I think it's just harder because with miscarriages, even though that's very traumatic too, you can more say, well, that was nature's way and it was, you know, like you didn't really... It wasn't like the baby was born alive and then... Right. right. But still... So that's a hard decision to make. That's probably one of the hardest decisions I think anybody would ever have to make in their life. You know? Yeah. So, but I found, I found that interesting, the wrongful life, too. Because I had never heard of that before. Neither have I. That's insane. I didn't know that there was... Um, people out there suing their parents saying you never should have had me and because you did I'm now going to sue you like you little shithead I really <laughs> should have let you go <laughs> is this something that's been around for a while that's just now gaining popularity or has it been around you know, for I didn't a while? even uh, look up when it was formed <clears throat> actually I should have done that um. I mean I was just curious if you know off the top of your head Right, like if anybody actually like won one or I've never heard of that. Before. In nineteen eighty two, case involving hereditary deafness, the Supreme Court of California was the first state Supreme Court to endorse the child's right to sue for wrongful life. Wow. But in the same decision limited the child's recovery to special damages. So California was the first state. Wow. 1982. So it really hasn't been around that long. Jeez. That was in 82? Yeah. That was the first case. So, yeah. Uh, typically, a child and the parents will sue a doctor or hospital for... Um, a 
Typically, a child and the parents will sue a doctor or hospital for failing to provide information about the disability during the pregnancy or a genetic disposition before the pregnancy. Had the mother been aware of this information, it is argued she would have had an abortion or chosen not to conceive at all. So that's when the parents can also sue, like for the doctor not fully, I guess, informing them during their pregnancy. Well, honestly, responsible adults, oh, of the condition that the child has. Yeah, failing to provide information about the disability during the pregnancy or genetic disposition before the pregnancy. I'm amazed the doctor wouldn't tell a parent that. So if you have a disposition where something could happen to your future baby before you're even pregnant, they say that's another thing you can sue. Like a doctor saying, no, you know, are you thinking about kids in the future? You might want to think about the effects, you know, what, what that might happen in case, you know, you get pregnant and are you prepared for this? Right. I guess I can, I can understand that in that case. I, I, but it's hard because I don't know. I, I just imagine how hard sometimes it is to be a doctor as well with all these. Well, I mean, you're so liable for so much. Like, look at how many doctors have lost. Their, I mean, most of them rightfully so. They're basically government-approved drug dealers. But how many doctors have lost their licenses because of the fact that a patient went out, sold their prescription, somebody OD'd on it, and they were held liable for something like that? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Which we know is kind of a big thing in Michigan because everybody is, like, pill and drug happy. Maybe not everybody, right. but a lot of people. It's an epidemic thing. Right. But yeah, I would, I would never want to be a doctor. Like you're so liable. I was worried about going in real estate right. and liability when it comes to that. You know. Yeah. Like being a doctor. Mm-mm, no. Um. It says that some have um, refused to allow the wrongful life cause of action, such as New York, England, and Wales, Ontario, and Australia. Hmm. hmm. It says in Germany, the federal constitutional court declared wrongful life claims unconstitutional. The court reasoned that such a claim implies that the life of a disabled person is less valuable than that of a non-disabled one. Therefore, claiming damages for one's life as such violates the human dignity principle codified in the first article of the German Basic Law. I mean, I don't think it's unconstitutional. That's just my opinion. If, I mean, this person has to spend a ton of money on insurance and procedures and whatever else just to sustain life. But I mean, I don't know they're talking about the parent. Like, I don't know. If you don't want to be that, alive, I guess kill yourself. Don't sue your parents. Or maybe they're saying because the parents can sue I'm too. Sorry, like I, I said, for that. the. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you that want. That was really to, awful. <laughs> um, I think it's also saying with that one saying if the parent wants to sue the doctor for not informing them of certain things, uh, maybe the German government is saying, well, you're trying to say that, you know, you didn't want your child and the value of your child's life is the same as the value of a non-disabled child, right? Because they are still important. Yeah. Mm. But then there's that other aspect. Well, like you said, are you paying my medical bills? Are you paying all of them? 
Are you going right. to cover the whole thing? Yeah, you, you left know? me with this a is huge like a, burden. And what's going to happen after I die? Right. Who's going to take care of my child? These, You know, those are th- real yeah. things that people have to worry about. I mean, we had um, our guest on a long time ago where his sister is disabled, and he was saying that his mom, um, you know, she's not going to be around forever, and she takes care of the daughter, and she's wheelchair-bound. She doesn't speak. She can't speak. She has to be fed. That poor thing is screwed because there are... She's paralyzed, the whole body. The only thing she is her her face. Oh, wow. She, Yeah, she can't move. She's fully dependent. Yeah. So she has to be fed. She can't walk. She can't talk. Wow. So things like that. Well, Um, and where is she going to go after the mom dies, honestly? Because there there isn't state funding that pays for you to be in a home because you're, you know, disabled in some nice place where they treat you well, like, yeah. you know, you're stuck there laying in your own poop a lot of the time. Like, I mean, if it's, it's scary because even, even pay for it. they're showing those videos of the elderly homes and people beating them and stuff, you know, right. Oh, I know. Those are the ones that you pay for. And stuff. And those are the ones that yeah, you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> those homes are not cheap. Funded. I don't like this world anymore. People are bad sorry i just i can't believe you're suing your parents for giving you life but at the same time i don't know oh i'm oh, sorry <laughs> we have a call yeah take it okay hello babe <laughs> cherry babe <laughs> Were you listening? Guess what? What? So basically, the reason why Germany can do that is because it's socialized health care. And when you get older, no one falls through the cracks. Everyone's taken care of. Oh. Oh, really? Huh. So, so like, you, like, that's why. That's why it's like, well, yeah, every life's equal. That, that's, what, that's what a lot of other countries in the world do. They think everything... Every life's equal, and, and, like, everyone takes care of each other, and no one complains about, like, taking care of the elderly or because it's, like, that's but that their taxes are high, but, you know. So you're like saying that their whole health and, like, their whole health care is for free, and that I mean, when... Yeah, like, there's no out-of-pocket, but, I mean, you know, they're paying taxes for it. They don't whine about it. The Germans don't whine about it. Yeah, but Everybody after cares. and after they, the person who cares for them passes away. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's like, it's like it's like you take care of if you're elderly. There's homes. There's, and they're not like the the f up homes here that are made for where like rich guys make, have homes for to make money. There's like they're like actual places where like there's like love and people are taken care of and there's programming and. And it's all Deutsch. Well, so like there's, so there's a, that's a difference. A difference, like here, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. You know, see your see your fucking parents or whatever for wrongful fucking whatever bullshit. You know, do, fucking grow up, deal with it. But you know, it's like at the same time, you know, if the Dodger didn't let you know your kid was going to be a, a retard or whatever, you know, it's like, well, you know, you didn't give me warning, and you know, we had the option to abort, I guess. You know, there's a branch of the, the, the military, and I forget what country it is, that actually makes use of 
those with with Down syndrome and retardation and gives them a purpose. They don't use them in combat, but it is a certain branch of the military. And I can't for the life of me think really? of which country that is. Sure, Definitely not? not Iceland. I'll tell you that. No, so, <laughs> something maybe want to say. Um, um, it, it was it, it wasn't Germany, but it was uh, God, I want to say uh, Sweden or Switzerland or I'm not sure. I have to I have to research that further. But that just dawned on me. I, I remember uh, reading that somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? you know why not? The thing that but I Dave, where, did you, where did you discover this wrongful life thing? You were talking about that for like a week now. No, Where'd you I, find that? No, I listened to NPR and that was on uh, Saturday, and that's when I heard it. Was that a radio lab? Yeah, radio lab. Yeah, it's such a good show. So, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I only tried to tail into your show. You guys are talking about puppies and stuff, and, you know, I'm driving with little Dutch here, Dutch it, so I was like, I was interested. Then you started talking about that stuff. I was like, huh. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm like, come on. Come on. Like, yeah, like, other countries operate differently in terms of health care, in terms of uh, taking care of, like, you know, like like Denmark and Sweden and all those countries. It's like there's no need for it because everyone's taken care of. Well, and there's no – I'm sure there's still people that, you know, rip off society. I'm sure that, you know, people are going to take advantage of this, of this lawsuit. You know, oh, my left leg is shorter. I should be dead because now I can't, you know, be a pole vault jumper. <laughs> or some bullshit. It, it might have wound up in <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> you know, Did you hear about our story earlier with uh, Canada and the finding the feet? And the what? There, Thirteen feet so far have been found washed on a Vancouver shore. Feet, human feet, like a, a tibia and a fibula, in a shoe. In a shoe and a sock on on these bones, like the whole foot, oh, and then the tibia and fibula. And that's uh, like Vancouver <laughs> Island, or yeah. Are they Asian feet? <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't said in the article. <laughs> so I have a lot of Asians. Uh, uh, and boats and shit used to come by and shipping boats and stuff. Well, they did say uh, that speculation is that these were probably victims of accident, those who have gone overboard, and these are just, you know, remains that they hadn't found for years and years. And it could be as far as Alaska these things are coming from, so it's anyone's guess. I don't know. There's a special area where just feet ended up, though. Right, that's 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 the eyebrow razor. Is that it's all just feet? No other parts have been found. It's just a foot at a time. That's like, well, I don't know. If that's like a real. It's like Canadian delicacy. Is uh, is is Asian man foot soup? <laughs> oh my god! So, what is it saying like, with Asian? Like, la, 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 like la. Japanese women's uh-huh. feet are beautiful when they're bound, but uh, but but uh, Canadians we like to eat uh, Canadian feet or not Can- Asian feet. <laughs> Uh, Canadian or really your feet. Yeah, really good for like sexual prowess. Uh, Do you cook it inside like, the like, shoe? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you, well, you that, that, use that as the stock, as the broth. <laughs> oh, I see. You don't, you don't actually eat it. You just make soup, like soup out of it. Marinade. 
And then, and then you feed it to your cat or whatever, dog or whatever the hell you're supposed to do. Well, there's just the bone left. There's no meat. Well, you know, still, that bone marrow, man, that's worth some money, you know? Cook that up good, use some bread, some toast. <laughs> well, with the bone yeah. marrow, you, you could probably make jello. Because <laughs> that's what gelatin is. Made of is a uh, of animals bone marrow. Oh jeez! So could, I'm never what? eat jello. Yeah, like you didn't know that. No. You just ruined my life. No. <laughs> yeah, that's why vegans can't have jello because it is still made from an animal. It's the bone marrow. Yeah, Cosby, it's, you it's, sly it's, dog. You didn't know that for real. Yeah, it's pig, pig bones. So no, you, that makes me even more creepy about Cosby. <laughs> human jello. Can you do it? That's a, that's another question for next show. You do, of course you can do it. <laughs> well, go get those feet. Aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you a big name in the comic con scene these days? I'm sure you get some some fucking nerd to give you a finger or two. <laughs> We're looking for feet. Jamie. Listen, I need listen, I, I need Jello and I need it now. Thing. Give me that finger. Yeah, personal, and I'll eat it for you. <laughs> it's like you know, wear a little tighter shirt than usual. I mean, come on. Oh, mercy. It's not that Yeah, it's fine. Mercy, you know, mercy. No, no big deal. <laughs> little wink. Little nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Oh, that finger. Mm, I like jello. <laughs> I, I can barely get them to buy books. They're not going to give me a finger. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I, guess you're, you're not, I guess you're not winking tight enough there, babe. I, I, guess, I guess not, because I am jello deprived over here. The new, the new killer. The Comic-Con killer. <laughs> she goes after the fingers. You're not anybody. You're just collecting fingers from nerds. Nub Island. Nerd fingers. Nerd fingers. I mean, I don't know. What's the big nerd, like, lord right now? I'm sure there's, like, some, like... <laughs> big I'm nerd sure lord? Could, I'm sure you could take a bunch of, like, like silly, like... Some of the young nerd girls like, like Dirk Manning's like all about like Jello, and you're gonna make it for it for his birthday or something. I'm sure, what? like you'd have a bunch of nerds give their like pinky fingers or whatever. Manning Jello. <laughs> Manning Jello. Uh, He's got that kind of pull, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like quality. It's, you know, it's gonna be desperation. I mean, they're gonna be disappointed in a month to be like. Oh, oh, that's Dirk Manning. You know, there won't be, you know. But, you know, are we still talking about pop. Joe? I know. What are we talking about? I'm so stuck on Joe. I'm just sitting here sad thinking about Jello shots in the future. I'm just thinking about Cosby. How did you guys I, not know? I did not know, but I have no problem eating a steak. So, what the hell is it? Who cares if I mix vodka with animal bone Who marrow? Who's like, I'm going to make some bone marrow jello thing? <laughs> I'm gonna have Cosby yeah, like, yeah. mm, yellow. <laughs> uh, well, well, you know what? You know what's great though about doing that is normally it's from animals that that died that you you can't use the flesh. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like making use of the animal. And so not I'm just rotten bone marrow. No, there's, there's bone marrow doesn't rot. That's the How thing. How does this animal die? <laughs> you seriously, in this day and age, you're going to tell me that they're using animals that they can't use to make jello. I think they're using everything. Yeah. There's no way. I don't think uh, they're, I, don't, I don't think it's that speculative. 
Unless it's like really fancy gummy worms or whatever. I don't think they're like using that. real meat anymore. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I think the... Well, actually, we just had... Oh, we had Taco Bell, but we have like all meatless stuff. Well, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Don't they have a bunch of soy in their meat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's it's all, like, I don't even think those are real beans. I think it's all just garbage, but <laughs> it is good. Well, thank you for calling in, Jeremy. Thanks for... Hey, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas and... Happy Hanukkah and happy holidays and all that bullshit. And uh, keep up the good work, girls. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good night, Jeremy. More more winking. That's all I'm going to say. More winking, Mo- more entire shirts. <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine. More winking, more <laughs> fingers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Forget, forget that brain. That's, that's over. Whatever. No one cares about brains anymore. It's fine. Winking, <laughs> <laughs> winking. Winkin'. Bye. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, bone marrow, guys. <laughs> Man. Mm. What, I, I, but you know what? Whatever. Like I said, I'll eat a steak. I'll eat chicken. I'll eat Taco Bell. I know you know what's in that. So. Right. You've had chicken uh, nuggets. You don't even want to know what's What do I care about? Some Jello shots with some animal bone marrow in it. Yeah. I want to say one more thing about the last thing we were talking about, too, which is what he called in about was... The German whole German stance, and um, but as far as for the, if I was to say I was on the parent side, which I don't know, it's hard hard decision either way. But I guess I can see as far as the parents say, you know, I should have been informed because first of all, not even just about the medical bills, it's more of I'm watching my child suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a difficult, and then. To you know, even if you had the option um, to abort, like who who wants to go through that decision? Either you know, right? Like either way, so that's a hard decision, especially after they're if they were born early, and like these people had to do. So that's another reason why I have a huge issue with way over the top pro life people that go and like you know. Tell call women whores and really? stuff like you, you, outside you of the abortion clinic, to, you know, right? Well, you so, like some seventeen-year-old girl that's like still a kid or herself. Yes, exactly. So you're gonna say that if someone's raped, then you should keep the baby, like right? You don't know there's um, their life. You don't know, right. and then. You don't know what circumstances you're not, yeah, you're led not up living to this. their life every day. You don't know what they have to deal with. That's what makes me so angry. Not only is it got to be like I've never been in that position, but probably the hardest choice in the world to go and get an abortion. I would imagine for a lot of people, probably not all people I know, a girl who had like seven, she definitely just couldn't keep her legs closed and stay on birth control. But um, for like a normal person that... I don't know, has some bad situation or whatever the case is and has to go and make that decision and they're already brokenhearted about it. Then they have all these crazy freaks in nature like screaming at them what a horrible person they are. Like how much more damaging is that? My stance is um, everybody has their own decisions to make and whether you're religious or not, that's not your choice to make someone else's decisions. Because even if you were religious and that's something that they would have to live with and that's something that's Mm -hmm. dealt with the power that's out of your hands like you're you're not god you're not yeah. you know you're not whatever being that you believe in um so mind your own business right, right. so you haven't walked a mile in my shoe that washed up on vancouver 
Where'd my foot go? <laughs> Where my foot is at? <laughs> Where my foot is at? <laughs> Noob Island. <laughs> Where's the rest of the body? Where's the other foot? Ask uh, Santa Claus for it for Christmas. Mm-mm. If you're good, he'll give you the other foot. Uh, well, then you can go ahead and give that to Jeremy Holly so we can go make some jello out of it. Some Asian <laughs> foot stew. Yeah. Childhood ruined. <laughs> I wish I would never came to the show today. <laughs> Love how that oh came God. full circle. Nice job, right. girl. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go watch the original Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's see what time is it. Yeah. It's time to wrap it up. <laughs> wrap that shit up. Like <laughs> that episode of um Dave Chappelle when he had that box. Wrap it up. You remember that? No. All I can think of is dick in a box. <laughs> no, we're not talking penises right now. He had a box and he was like, if you're like, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> it went, oh. Whether you were having sex or you were out to dinner with somebody and they just kept talking and talking and talking, then you were like, they were oh, like the a, timer. Yeah. yeah. Like, wrap, wrap it up. Yeah. It, it's like, <laughs> she's like, wrap it up. In, wrap in it. bed, he was, like, he was yeah. like banging her and she's like, wrap it up. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, people. <laughs> That's what I made me think of. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And uh, yeah, from all of us here at the watch list, happy holidays. And again, I'm Casey Pierce. I'm Holly Ogden. Chess. All right. And I don't think we'll be back before uh, New Year's, will we? Oh, probably not. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys next year. (laughs) Dang, time is flying. Oh, my God. (laughs) See you bitches in 2018. (laughs) Bye.